You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 70 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls, and I am so glad you are here. So Barbie has been trending recently, thanks to the new Barbie movie. Yes, I've seen it. Later, I'll share my thoughts about it. No spoilers. Whether you like, don't like, or don't care about Barbie, the doll, the brand, or the movie, Barbie has played a pivotal role in pop culture. So I'd love to help you understand the history and messaging, both good and bad, behind the iconic doll. As a content warning, later I will be mentioning disordered eating. Barbie was created by a woman named Ruth Handler. She and her husband, Elliot, had co-founded the toy company Mattel. Up to that time, the only toy dolls out there were baby dolls, and girls would play as if they were mothers and caregivers. Then Ruth watched her daughter, Barbara, play differently with paper dolls of women, like they had careers. Ruth saw a need to create a toy doll that helped girls imagine more possibilities for their future. So on March 9th, 1959, at the American Toy Fair in New York City, Ruth launched a doll named Barbie after her daughter. Barbie looked like a young woman. She was 11 inches tall, had a black and white striped bathing suit, white cat eye sunglasses, and a blonde high ponytail. Barbie, whose full name was Barbara Millicent Roberts, was a big hit. 300,000 Barbie dolls were sold the first year. Two years later, after Barbie launched, in 1961, Mattel released Barbie's boyfriend, Ken, named after Ruth's son. Mattel continued with Barbie's first friend, Midge Hadley, in 1963, and Midge's boyfriend slash Ken's buddy, Alan, in 1964. Also, little sister Skipper arrived in 1964, twin younger siblings Todd and Tootie in 1965, and Barbie's English cousin Francie Fairchild in 1966. Mattel also added more Barbie siblings decades later. Barbie's launch happened at the same time as the civil rights movement. And after Mattel received complaints that the dolls thus far only had light skin, Mattel released a dark-skinned doll in 1968 named Christy, and she was part of a line of dolls who would talk when you pulled a string on her back. Christy was Mattel's first black doll. However, it wasn't until 1980 that they released their first black and Latina dolls named Barbie. In many ways, Barbie was ahead of her time. She did things before women were allowed to. In 1962, three years after Barbie hit the market, Mattel came out with Barbie's dream house. Now, the original model was not as extra as today's is. It had one room, a TV, and a record player. But the idea that a woman could own her own home was bold because back then, women couldn't get their own credit card or bank account until the Equal Credit Opportunity Act of 1974, 12 years later, after the Barbie dream house came out. Barbie also led the way for women and girls' futures. 
Barbie's many careers included going to space four years before a man landed on the moon. Astronaut Barbie was released in 1964, and it would take another 18 years before the first female, Sally Ride, went to space. In 1973, Dr. Barbie scrubbed in as a surgeon, which at the time was a rare sight because back then, only 9% of doctors were women. Barbie continued to break glass ceilings. In 1985, day-to-night CEO Barbie showed girls that they could run a company. And that same year, Mattel launched a Barbie campaign called We Girls Can Do Anything, showing girls their many career possibilities. In 1992, Barbie ran for president and has continued to nearly every year since. In 2016, Barbie for president also included a female vice president as a set. And in 2020, Barbie for president came with a campaign manager, a fundraiser manager, and a voter. All dolls were female. Since 2015, Barbie has released dolls for their inspiring women and Shiro's series, which feature historical heroes like Katherine Johnson, Frida Kahlo, Amelia Earhart, and current leaders like Misty Copeland, Naomi Osaka, and Zendaya. Barbie has been a pilot, firefighter, journalist, entrepreneur, robotics engineer, video game developer, paleontologist, Mars explorer. She's at 250 careers and counting. Barbie has been a strong female role model because girls saw Barbie do it. They believed it was possible for them too. Barbie not only helped girls see their futures, she also helped them see themselves. In 1997, Barbie released their first doll who was a wheelchair user. And to help girls battling cancer, in 2012, Mattel created a bald doll named Ella. In 2019, Barbie's fashionista line included a doll with a prosthetic limb. In 2020, Barbie released a doll with vitiligo, and she had patches of different colors of skin. In 2022, Barbie came out with a doll who wore hearing aids. And earlier this year, Barbie announced their first doll with Down syndrome. Of course, sooner releases would have been better for all of these dolls, but I appreciate their efforts toward representation. It's impactful for girls to see a doll who looks like them. Now, not all of Barbie's messages have been empowering. Barbie has also been out of touch and at times even harmful. In 1992, Teen Talk Barbie said things like, will we ever have enough clothes? And math class is tough. Critics said Barbie was teaching girls that being pretty was more important than being smart. In 2015, Hello Barbie didn't just repeat phrases. She could have an interactive conversation with kids using early AI technology. We discussed AI in the last episode. Parents later learned their kids' conversations were being recorded and shared with third parties, so that did not go well. Barbie has also presented unrealistic beauty standards. In 1965, Slumber Party Barbie came with a bathroom scale and a book titled How to Lose Weight. And that's just wrong. For 57 years, Barbie's body proportions were way off. If she were a real woman, she would have worn a size 3 shoe. And due to the size of her chest, waist, and hips, she would have had to walk on all fours, hands and legs. She would have also fit the criteria for an eating disorder. 
Barbie became an ideal of perfectionism, and some saw her as objectifying women, which was underlined in Danish dance pop group Aqua's 1997 hit song, Barbie Girl. Many studies were done on the impact Barbie had on girls' body image. One study from 2006 found that girls who played with Barbie when they were young were more concerned about being thin compared to girls who played with other dolls. Mattel finally responded in 2016 by releasing Barbie fashionistas with petite, tall, and curvy body types. This line also introduced more diverse dolls with different skin tones, eye colors, and hairstyles. For Barbie's 60th anniversary in 2019, Mattel launched a new Barbie body type with a smaller chest and less defined waist. It will be interesting to see if the different body types affect girls' body image less than the previous one did, but I still think the changes needed to happen and Barbie can continue doing better. So now to the Barbie movie. I'm not going to tell you whether or not to see it. That's a conversation for you and your family. Here's what I will tell you. I really appreciated that both the empowering and harmful messaging we just discussed were addressed in the movie. They didn't pretend Barbies only had a positive impact on girls and women. There were multiple themes weaved into the story, including girls' empowerment, and you know I love that. Seeing the movie gave me a lot to think about and reflect on. I will definitely be watching it again. And if you go see it, I would love to hear your thoughts or even a topic suggestion. You can send an email, tweens get the okay from your parents, to hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And you can also get on the email list at empowerfulgirls.com. If you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I'm on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 70 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.